With me today, I have three gentlemen who have been around the industry for a while. On my immediate left is uh, Ed Lohman in the middle, Ken Trumpeter, and uh, on my far left, uh, Kurt Frank. You have a strong background in the early days in thermal, Kurt. Um, what were your impressions when you started looking at membranes? Uh, did you ever think that they would occupy such a big place on the seawater side of things? Well, that's a good question. You know, the old distillation guys, they didn't think much about, you know, membrane technology. You got it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as, as the technology developed, you know, they came around uh, to uh, looking at it, you know, maybe we better look at that, you know, and think about what we do with it. Of course, you know, I don't know if you interviewed anybody that was involved with the development of membranes. You know, a lot of those guys are no longer around. Sidney right. Loeb, you know, and uh, 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 the the fellow that developed the spiral wand membrane, you know, Don Bray and Julius Westmoreland. Uh, when, especially when the spiral wand membrane was developed, you know, that turned things around quite a bit. They, of, of course, initially they did tubular membranes and also the DuPont hollow fine fiber membrane. You know, and there was big competition for a long time between DuPont and, and the people that developed the spiral wand membranes. And it, as it ended up, you know, DuPont gave up finally on the hollow fine fiber. And so spiral wand membranes is it, right. more, more or less, for, especially for seawater dissolving. And this is a question I don't ask very often, but given the backgrounds that you three have, uh, what is the most depressing moment in your career involving membranes? In Yuma, when we were starting to run the uh, research facility unit with the cellulose acetate membranes, when they started failing right away, <laughs> and we're trying to figure out what was causing them to fail and uh, finally determined that it was just plain iron and chlorine as it was changing phases into the ferric side. Right. When it turned ferrous, it really ate up the membranes. So we had a change in the design of the plant where we added ammonia to kill the chlorine and then the membranes lasted very well after that. But that was very frustrating trying to <laughs> figure out what in the heck was going on. Yeah, but that was, you know, that, that was uh, probably an important finding because a lot of people were having the same issue. And they didn't have the resource, you know, this is municipal plants I'm talking about. They didn't have the resources to do the, the investigation that you guys had. So it was probably, although it may have been depressing at the time, it actually probably was a pretty important discovery. But I'll tell you something, Ian, the best part of my career ever in the whole water business was when I went down to Roswell. That was a really great experience. God, we were running every different kind of membrane there was down there, and little ones and big ones and tubular ones and hollow fibers and spiral wraps. And, uh, I just, there was nothing going on much in the, in the membrane business that 
we didn't get our fingers in a little bit, at least to, to know what was going on. And it, uh, it was just really, really great fun. And then we had some electrodialysis stuff still. And one year we ran the distillation play. <laughs> so. That was the only, the only thermal unit you had down there, it was vapor compression? Yeah. yeah. That was the original uh, demonstration plant that OSW built. They built that vapor compression one in Roswell and they built the electrodialysis one in Webster and then they built the tubular ones in, in uh, Freeport, and San Diego and Rushville Beach. Remember when uh, EPA decided that they were going to uh, pass the Safe Drinking Water Act? How much do you think that kind of legislation had to do with the growth of membranes? I don't think it had all that much effect mm -hmm. on it. You know, I think it, it would have gone that way anyway. That's e yes, I agree. Even without that. Even without that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was too good a technology to take care of all these all these issues. I wanted to ask you about Wrightsville Beach. What it it was, as I understand it, it was a facility that was built to allow uh, equipment manufacturers to come in, uh, put their equipment there, and test it. That's correct. Did you also have, the, did OSW also have some of its own equipment there you were testing? Oh, I, th it was funded by OSW, of course, a lot of it. Uh, I don't think we had, you know, they, OSW would contract with a company mm -hmm. to develop a certain type of equipment and then bring it there and test it. But as far as government-owned equipment, uh, or built equipment, they right. didn't have any of that. Right. That's very similar to the concept of the one that's now in Alamogordo. Yeah. Where yeah. they have, you know, they essentially, the Bureau built a place where you could, you know, if you build it, they will come concept, that's, I that's guess. That's correct, yeah. Yeah. That's that actually interesting way of doing it, it. It was a good facility because it gave you all the utilities and uh, support there, laboratories right. and all that kind of stuff, shops. Right. What do you think was your greatest accomplishment during your career? But a project or maybe a series of projects that stand out as, as perhaps your favorites or, or which demonstrated exactly what you wanted them to demonstrate? Or well, I think the, the research that we did down in Yuma or still doing down in Yuma, some small plants are there and manufacturers are building and bringing in their equipment now or have been for the last 10 years and testing it out down there too. So I think as far as advancing the state of the art, that was probably the most interesting. Yeah. The development work we did down in, as I said, down at the, at the Brackish Water Test Center in, uh, in, in Roswell. Roswell. Yeah. I mean, that's where the, that's where the eight inch spiral wounds came from. It's where the 12 inches came from. It's where the big bundles uh, the work was done, and that to me was was exciting. Every day was a fun day to go to go to work. Ken, how about you? Oh yeah, I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Absolutely, it was. I mean, it was brand new stuff. It was breaking technology. Uh, things were happening every day, every day new stuff was happening. It was yeah. just great fun. Great fun to go to work every day. 